it's your favorite auntie. I just stopped by to make y'all week a little bit more cheery and bright. First of all, I want to give my condolences to the friends and family of Takeoff. Yes, you guys, we have lost another soldier. I plan on getting into that a little bit later. But Donald Trump, y'all, I have to give you guys the latest on Donald Trump, Elon Musk, and the whole Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi attack thing. Yes, I have a lot to say about a lot of that. But y'all know what? Y'all listen up and y'all listen clearly because I plan on dropping these gems like diamonds. Congratulations to Elon Musk. He has bought Twitter. Yay. Congratulations, bro. Um, I always have to prop people up that, you know, make big steps in life, whether you like what they're doing or not, if you think they're going to fail or not, or whatever your feelings are about it, it is a big step for him. And he has done that. So I just want to say, you know, um, congratulations, Elon. So since he has bought the social media platform, a lot has happened, um, First of all, he has changed his um, status to Chief Twit. Yes. So that is what, when you go under Elon Musk uh, page on Twitter, that is what it says. And he started off strong. He went ahead and uh, fired all of the board of executives, all the executives, he just, you know, you're fired and you're fired. And you know what? You're fired and you're fired. And the board is dissolved. Like there is no board right now. It's only him and everything goes through him right now. How I feel about that is um, this not going to last long. He's definitely going to have to put people in place because the man already um, owns four other companies or three other companies, three or four other companies. And I just don't see everything going through him for a long period of time. Now, do I agree with everything having to go through through him? Yes. Um, when you have a new business, it is very common for things to go through you so that you can learn, um, so you can get familiar with the company. So you'll know what parts of the company you need to, you know, shaping up on or higher and what or whatnot so that that that's not a surprise to me some people are like they're they're saying that he's ruling like a dictator but this is not uncommon you know just give the man time he's trying to fix what is what he considers to be broken and so with that being said, there's there's going to be some some things going to, you know, it's going to be a little give and take for right now. And but what I do respect is the fact that he has engulfed himself into it. Now, he he hasn't said I'm going to buy the company. This is what I want. You guys fix it. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. Just tell me how it is in the in the end. No, he's getting right in there. He's getting in the trenches and he's trying to do as much as he can. Now, since over the weekend, Hillary Clinton um, posted something about the attack, the Paul Pelosi attack, and saying that it was um, the Republican Party that basically is after Democrats and that our democracy is, you know, 
being challenged at every hand. And Elon went and tweeted back and said that, you know what, Hillary, look at this article because it may not be exactly what they said it to be. Now, after in, in that article, it was about, you know, he he was Paul Pelosi was actually uh, friends with the guy and that the, him and the guy had some kind of uh, relationship going out because the, the guy was known to be a nudist so that him and the guy actually was maybe even seeing each other. I don't know. That's I didn't get to read that article. I know the article is still floating out there, but honestly, I didn't put too much time to get into that particular article. I don't know how much is it true. I don't know if some parts of is true of that article and other parts and it may not be may be not may be true and exaggerated. I don't know. And the reason why I'm saying I don't know is because personally, I did not read it. If you guys have something that y'all want to say about that particular article, please leave it in the comments. Let me know. But I don't know about that one. Okay? So I'm going to stay out of that one. Now, that made everybody, when he replied to Hillary like that, everybody got upset. Everybody got upset because they're like, oh my gosh, how could he do this? You know, really, who really got upset is people that didn't want to, that don't want to believe that there may be some else something else to this story and you know that's who really got mad and whether you want to call those leftists or democrats or or people that are sensitive in their feelings however you want to put that is those are the people that really got upset me i didn't get upset i was like Oh, okay. We playing this game. Now, this is a free for all because there ain't too many people like calling Hillary out. I thought this was like, okay. And then the person that owns Twitter did it. I was like, oh, this, this Twitter about to be something new. Like, let the games begin is what I was talking about. I was like, this is where the story begins. You know, I was like, okay, let's do this. And then, you know what Elon did? He crushed my dreams because he deleted it. He took it off. Mm-hmm. He just went ahead and just took that right on off. And I was like, Elon, I thought we had something going here. I, I, I rather, because my thing is, whether that article is true or not, the fact that you can do a clap back and the, the, just the fact that you can do a clap back and bring up the possibility that there may be something else and whether you are a person reading it and you take it with a grain of salt or you run with it or you just like me, I thought it was humorous. just think it's humorous. The fact that you're able to do that is just amazing to me. It's just wonderful for me. So I I had no problems with it, but everybody else had problems with it. But me, your auntie didn't have no problem with it. I, I was ready. I was ready to see where this was going to go, but it was taken down. So since then, he also has announced or um kind of like said he was going to do. I don't even really know how this is. It's weird. So what he did say originally is that the the blue check that everyone sees that says that you're verified through Twitter, you have to give, you know, extra verification to verify you are you 
you are who you say you are, what is going to go up to $20 a month. Now, right now it's $5 and it's $5 a month, but he plans on raising it to $20 a month. Again, I said that was reasonable. I mean, with inflation, <laughs> with the man just buying a company, this is these things are not things that you have not seen done in other companies. Now, I know when I have um, been at a company or bought something from a company and it was, let's say, let's use these same prices, $5 and then I go back and it's $20, I make the decision whether or not I want to have that that product. I may go somewhere else because even though I even though they're charging me $20, you know, I can still find it for $10, you know, or and or I may decide, you know what, I don't really need that after all. I was just doing it because it was a reasonable price and I decide, you know, I don't want that at all. Or, you know, I go ahead and pay the $20 because I realize that, hey, they, you know, they're going up. Times are hard. I understand them. What they're asking of me is not too unreasonable. And what they have to offer is not that bad. And it will actually help me. People didn't see it like that. People got all upset because the men going up, you know, $15. Uh, I'm like, okay, what did you expect the man to do? And I was, you know, I was, Elon is just really hurting my feelings these days because I'm like, I'm ready to like back the man. Like I'm ready to like almost to the point of defend the man. And he always, he's like, he, he came back and he said, so, oh, before I tell you that on Monday, Stephen King, and this is the reason why I say he came back because I got to give you the backstory. So on Monday, Stephen King said that, um, $20 is too much. And basically that Twitter should be paying him. And he used some other choice words. The elf, he dropped the F bomb and said that, you know, he can leave. He'll leave. If it goes up to $20, he's going to leave. That's what Stephen King said. And I was like, okay, now, come on, Stephen King. You got the money. A lot of people, other people were saying the same thing I was saying. Like, come on now, $20, you got the money. It's like, oh, it's going to be like, like under $300 for a year. You got that. Like, come on. You think, you think about your followers. You think about the, the things that you can promote on it. You know, you, 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 Three hundred dollars is good marketing money. That matter of fact, that's cheap for marketing. If you're if you're trying to like get your business out there or get you know your brand out there or whatever it is that you're doing, say you drop a new book, say you drop a new movie, and people are gonna hear about it like this. That's not bad to me. Tell me from a marketing point of view, that's not bad to me, because. At the end of the day, if you don't want to pay the little $20, then your check mark is gone, gone, deleted. You no longer have a little blue check mark. Oh, well, okay, and and just move on is what I was thinking. But Elon on Tuesday morning gets up and goes on Twitter and says, we have to pay the bills somehow. Twitter cannot entirely rely on advertisers how about eight dollars i will explain the rationale in a later form 
before implementing. It's the only way to defeat bots and trolls. And I was like, okay, Elon, now $8? Okay, you're going to go up $3? Like, come on now. Really? This, I'm like, you didn't even have to explain why you was doing what you're doing. Like, if you're going to be the boss, if you're going to be the chief twit, like, don't go explaining yourself like that. Now, give an explanation later on, but we, you, who are you negotiating with? You're negotiating with Stephen King about the price? About the price? I mean, come on. Like, how, how is, what does he know how that's going to benefit you? Especially if you're telling me that you can't rely on advertisers, which I think is a very a big a very big move because if you can combat your own dollars instead of advertising dollars, you have more freedoms to say and post what you want instead of what your advertisers will like. Okay, that's that's first of all. Second of all, if you're gonna combat the bots and the trolls that are on there and they now um are gonna have to get verified and pay three hundred dollars but you know if they have so many on that same me i I create like 30 or 40 50 uh accounts which i still can without getting verified might i add and but now to make it seem like i'm somebody i have to pay this subscription price of $20 for all 40 or 50 of my accounts, then, um, I might not be wanting to do that versus $5. And I get where he's going with that too. But my point is you didn't have to explain yourself to us. Like you, you, you are the chief twit. Do what the chief do. Like, and then tell us, okay, this is the route that I'm going. Da, 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 da. I just, I, I just feel like right now, and I get, I get where he's trying to come from too, because he's trying to accommodate a lot of people because a lot of people have left Twitter. Might I add, some Hollywood stars have left the platform. One of them being Tony Braxton. I'm like, girl, please sit down somewhere. What you leaving for? Who, who convinced you to leave and why? Like for real, who who convinced Tony Braxton to leave, and why are you leaving to go well, to go well, to go well? So you're just gonna let all them followers that you have be in a limbo, and now they gotta find you somewhere else for what? For what? I don't understand why people are leaving when. You can still do the same thing you've been doing on Twitter. Just now somebody might have the more opportunity to clap back at you. That's all I'm saying. But Elon said, even though people might clap back at you, it still should be done in a respectful way. And and I get that. And he's going to make sure it's done in a respectful way. So my thing is, why are you leaving? I don't get why all of these Hollywood people, what, what point are you guys trying to make? What point, the only point I see you making is you're trying to mess with the man money at the end of the day, because if you're not there and it looks like the numbers are 
steady dwindling down, like who's really on there? Now they say that a lot of people have, um, since he's taken over has, um, enrolled or, you know, got on Twitter, however you want to say that they are now on that platform since, you know, he has taken over, but also a lot of people have gotten off, but all I see who's gotten off are these Hollywood stars. That's all I see, you know, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out where they're going with this. It's almost, and believe me, I, I I don't get on Twitter that much. I don't even really even look at Twitter that much, like for real, like in real life, I don't really fool with Twitter like that. But it seems to me that if you are on Twitter and it's working for you and you have not given the new person an opportunity to do what they, they're going to do before you jump off, like you're proving his point, like it was already biased. Now, I don't, I don't know, because the man said he did this for humanity. He bought Twitter for the sake of, of humanity. I don't know what he means by that, but that's what the man said. And he said that it was going in a direction that he didn't care for. And I'm saying if you got off just because one person bought it that you didn't really like, but you can still do what you've been doing with the only change is a clapback and a, a $15 extra fee that you can afford... Um, maybe he was right. I'm just saying. Um, also, um, what happened over the weekend is that tweets were automatically generated and Elon got, got an email that said, was, that was sent to him, an automatic, um, email that was sent to him saying that he needs to get on his job. (laughs) Now I'm saying it like that, but basically, the email was saying that, you know, that he needs to do his job and make sure that the production of, of Twitter is, you know, working well and blase swaze. Um, I thought that was quite funny and he thought it was funny too, that he even tweeted about it and said that this was an automated, automatic, um, email that was sent to me. And I thought that was kind of cute and funny. Um, but it just also like who gets an, who gets an automated message email as the CEO? I, 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 why are these from, from the owner? Like when we talk about bots, I'm wondering if Robots was controlling the whole Twitter. Like, I, I, I think they just built this company on on bots because even to the point where you can't even send an email out, you do this automatic generated one. I really, yeah. Anyways, uh, I I digress from that. He also has. This is what they say. I don't know if it's to be true, but they say that 50 employees from Tesla are now working at Twitter. Um, they actually said that there will be more in the coming days that will um, from Tesla that will come to help him at Twitter. And they are working in the coding department. The plan is to get the coding, to uh, to understand the coding, to get the coding up to par where that they could um, get these verified check marks 
um, updated and they can also do the fact checking a little bit better. Now, um, I don't, there are other people that are helping him, um, some investors and some family members that are also helping him with Twitter also. Now, what I have to say about that is good job. Good job, good job that you was able to have another company where you have 50 employees that you can that you could spare to help you with your next business venture. Now, I hope they do a good job. I hope they do what you asking them to do. I hope they can figure out what's going on. I really do. Because um uh, because if you scratching your resource, you mean to tell me that you could, uh, Elon, nah, if I can borrow your ear, if I was able to borrow Elon ear, tell me why you took 50 of your employees from Tesla. I mean, I'm glad you had the 50 to spare and I'm glad you did that. But why did you do it? Was it because you couldn't find 50 other employees that you and people that you trust to do the job right? Or you didn't have 50 other employees that you could employ? Like you didn't have the funds for it is what I'm saying. I'm, I want to know that question. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving no flat to um Elon now he's doing the best that he can do I'm really waiting to see how this gonna turn out in the end but I just have that one question why did you do that and that's all I'm going with that now President Biden put up a tweet um over the weekend and it said in 2020 55 corporations made $40 billion and paid zero in taxes. The Inflation Reduction Act puts an end to all of that. That was tweeted by um, President um, Joe Biden on Twitter. That was, uh, I keep saying that, because the clap back, (laughs) hey, baby, was that Twitter went ahead and did a clap back to Joe Biden. And I got to read it to you. Um, I got to read it to you word for word because I was quite amazed myself on the clap back. So the clap back basically said that, hold on, let me get it because I want to read it um, verbatim on what was said. So one of the clapbacks that the um, Twitter did, and this is a clapback from the 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 people, the fact checkers that are checking the facts. <laughs> they did one. They said that the Inflation Reduction Act imposes a maximum. I'm sorry, imposes a minimum tax on corporations with average pre taxes earning greater than a billion dollars. So that was one of the clapbacks. And then another clapback that they did said that out of 55 corporations, the tweet refers to or makes reference to only 14 had earnings greater than $1 billion and would be eligible under the Biden's tax law. Now, these were the fact checkers fact checking the president. 
And I'm like, okay, now that one can't be taken down. I say, for goodness on me, if Elon take that one down, I am going to have to call, find a way to call him myself and tell him that your auntie is mad at you, baby. Because if you're going to start doing what you say you're going to do, then do what you say you're going to do. And don't be mad when you do what you do. And don't be mad because other people mad at you for doing what you're doing what you do. Nah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. Now, the thing that we need to get to the uh, bottom of is if his fact checking was right. Now, he gave some receipts on his fact checking. You know, he gave some other articles that you can click on to make sure, you know, to check his facts. But um, a matter of fact, Joe Biden said that he's also going to give some facts and those were his facts. And the fact checkers came back and said that that is not the fact, a matter of fact. And a matter of fact, I'm happy that they did that. And that's all I'm going to say about that fact. <laughs> hey, woo! Now, talking about Donald Trump, Elon Musk says that everybody keep asking him Rather, Donald Trump is coming back to Twitter. And Elon Musk said, if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me about Trump, uh, Twitter would be in a, it be a, be mining money. So he says that if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me about Trump, Twitter would be mining money. And he tweeted that. So it's still unsure rather or not. Um, Donald Trump is coming back to Twitter or not, but over the weekend on, on truth social, Donald Trump dropped what he, what you would call their type of tweet on, on truth social. And this is what he had to say about the whole thing. He says, truth social has become somewhat of a phenomenon. Last week it is it had bigger numbers than any other platforms, including TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. It also looks and works better to my eye. I am very happy that Twitter is now in sane hands and will no longer be ran by radical left lunatics and maniacs that truly hate our country. Twitter must now work hard to rid itself of all of the bots and fake accounts that have hurt us so badly. It will be much smaller, but better. I love Truth Social. That's what Trump said. So I don't know if Trump is going to come back to um, Twitter. I don't even know if Elon Musk is going to um, re reinstate the man account and then let it be up to him whether or not he's going to come back. He didn't really say. However, there have been some other people that have been banned for Twitter that has done in their eyes, um, haven't done anything really. Um, 
just minimal stuff and got banned from Twitter and they tried to come back and they haven't. And I would say to those people, just wait, just give it time. You know, he's trying to work out everything. It's going to be hard for him to look at every single account. Of course, he cannot just reinstate everybody because some people may have um, actually uh, been kicked off for legitimate reasons. Hey, I don't get mad at me for me saying it. I'm just telling you that you have to look at it from both points of view. You cannot just say, okay, it's a free for all. Let everybody come in. Now, Donald Trump says Twitter is going to be smaller. It may be, but my thing is Elon Musk taking over Twitter really may open the eyes to a lot of people because even though I don't rock with Twitter like that, I may never get a, I may, I may never get back on Twitter. I, I don't know. It allows you to see that what was censored before is not going to be censored again. And I'm going to leave that to rest. This election started Monday in a case against Donald Trump and his security officers uh, versus Efren Galicia. And it's a case of you told him to do it. You told him to do it. Oh, I'm being funny. So what ended up happening in this case is Efren is saying that Trump security guards beat him up or roughed him up, manhandled him at the direction of Donald Trump. And that's why I say it's a case of you told him to do it. Um, and this case started on Monday and this happened back in 2015 and September 2015 is when this case actually happened. Now, there aren't any statute of limitations. This did happen in New York and in the Bronx. So there isn't a statute of limitations on this. So this guy decided to file this um, report. Now, a lot of people are saying that um, this case or this trial or this this these accusations or this lawsuit basically is a foretell of how Trump handles things is that he basically stirs up things and tell people to do these things. They're trying to correlate it to the January 6th, like he stirred something up. You know, he he made these people do it. Um and the same case with same thing with this case is that he told these security guards to um beat uh this guy up now i don't know the details of it and really i'm not going to know the details until the tr the case continues to go forward and I will know more details on it. But my thing is, it happened back in 2016. And now you mean to tell me that you want to bring this up? Like, was what happened? Who who, who convinced you to do this? I, that's all I got. Who convinced you to do this? 
Did somebody come to you and say, we need more dirt on Donald Trump. So make it to mess up his credibility. So I need you to do this. I'm saying that's one possibility. The other possibility is that you are ran out of money and you need some money. And you remember what happened to you back in 2016. And you said, oh, let me try to get some money from this. Or three, your pride was hurt and you ain't been able to get over it. And every, and everybody keep clowning you in the streets about it. And now you, you want to show how tough you are. You know, you, you, you want to, you know, be the big guy now. Like, come on now. Who made you do this? That would be my question. If I was able to talk to the gentleman, I, I'm going to ask him, come on now, straight up. Tell your auntie now, come on, talk to me, baby. Now, this your favorite auntie now. Tell me what happened. Tell me the truth now. It's just between me and you. Just tell me the truth. You're proud hurt, baby. You're proud. You ain't got no money. You need a couple of dollars. You need me to spot you until, you know, until after the winter. You know, I, like, come on, like, what really, why is this gentleman doing this? And I guess we'll never know. And um, we just got to wait to see how everything is going to play out. Now, Trump will not be in, be at that trial. He will not. And a lot of people are upset about that. They're saying if they have to come to the trial, why, why will well, why isn't he mandated to come to the trial? Basically, Trump's saying, I ain't got time for y'all. Like, I, I, I got too much going on. I got bigger fish to fry. Like, you was a 2016 situation. I, I got 2021 and 22 issues that I got to deal with. Whatever happened back in there, like, let that, let that be. It's basically what he's saying. I ain't got time for that. Now, there will be a video... Um, from Donald Trump played at the dis- um at the um trial or the disposition, and that's it. So he ain't even wasting his time for this. And and actually, I don't blame him because if it was me, I'm and I had all of this going on that Trump got going on right now, I, I would really be like for real, for real. Like I, I got January six committee to worry about if I'm even gonna go there or if I'm gonna be in jail. Hey, baby, I ain't got time to think about you. I'm sorry. I'll send my little video and let the chips fall where they may and be done. That's that's just me now. Now, Trump also recently asked the Supreme Court to stop the IRS from giving his tax return to Congress. Now, the reason why he says that he or Trump lawyers, I should say, says that they are asking for this is because they believe that the Democrats are going to use that to uh, release to the public and to make some kind of um, public smear. Now, the Democrats are saying um, another story. They are saying that he's hiding something. They say that he's not being transparent. They're also saying that with his company having all this this um, lawsuit with tax um issues that you know he's trying to hide something now i don't know because honestly i don't know how much trump was actually involved in that whole tax scheme thing going on and like i said we really won't know until all of it is played out so i don't know
but I will say this, that if his tax returns are um, released, I'm, I'm about 100% sure it's going to be leaked to the media and then to the public. I, I'm just because just just because this is how they do things, and especially when it comes to Trump. And sadly to say, because Trump is such, you know, a, a guy to be hated, they they are going to do it. Now, if it was somebody else, they'll probably, you know, they probably wouldn't. But because he already has a target on his back, most likely they will. And that's just sad to say when you have a target on your back, this is how people treat you. Um, and you really don't really have to do anything right or wrong. It's just that, you know, now you got a target on your back. This is how people are going to treat you. Every little thing that you do, they're going to make a big deal out of it. They're going to say this, 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 and that, and so on. And rather people like you or don't like you, if you do something and say, you know, I say I like you, but you do something and people are telling me that you are doing something wrong. And then I see you do something similar to what they say you've done. Then I'm going to start thinking that way too and I digress from that topic too because I can go into that all day long but I don't want you guys to miss out on the rest of this tea so the court now he had went to court and filed for them to do that it was denied so now he has asked the supreme court to look into it he went to higher courts and on um, monday evening it was determined that they are going to put a halt to that um if they want the supreme court is going to put a temporary hold to release that now they want six years of his tax returns i don't know why they want six i i I, didn't y'all get the this is my thing didn't you guys get before when he was running for president didn't y'all get his tax information then and it was held up and all that good stuff so why do you guys want six years why you just won't ask for the last four I, I don't I don't get it. During his presidency, see if he did anything wrong. I don't know. I don't know. But they want six years. And the Supreme Court has issued a hold, a temporary hold on that. So we'll see how that plays out in later days. Now, going to the trial that is going to happen about the tax invasion um not I'm not invasion tax scheme I'm sorry I don't know why I say invasion but the tax scheme that was um done to bump or boost the executive's pay and his CFO I already did a little a little thing on this already so if you haven't heard about it you need to go back to my previous things that I talked about Trump and listen to it because I definitely cannot go back to go forward. I have to keep moving forward because there's a lot to be said about all of this stuff. Now just going back onto that whole thing. Um now the CFO the ex the former CFO it will testify at this trial about this whole tax scheme. Um, but depending on how it goes, if it's determined that the organization itself, that Trump and his family um, help with this scheme 
or they they had knowledge of it. So that's the thing that's on trial. Rather, they had knowledge of it, one, and two, did they um, help with it? Did they promote it? Did they take hand in this actual scheme? So whatever the verdict may be, rather it be that he did not know anything, nothing is going to happen to Trump. He will not serve any jail time. If it is found out that, you know, he had something to do with it, still nothing will happen to Trump. But the company will have to um, pay a lot of financial fees and have some financial penalties. Now, the C, the former, I have to say that the ex CFO has already told the courts and his, you know, his lawyers that he will testify uh, against Trump or and and or say what the details were. He's going to give the details on how they ran this fifteen year scheme, uh, and. That's a big game changer because a lot of people were saying that the man will not diss Trump and he's going to, or, and a lot of people saying that he's going to take the blame for Trump and that Trump knew about it, but you know, the CFO is going to go down for Trump. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, the CFO is not going to flip against Trump. He's just going to take it and just leave it like it is. Now the man has officially said that he is going to testify and he's going to give details on how it was all played out. That still does not, that still does not say that Trump and his family knew about it. It still does not say that Trump and his family took part in it. It just says that, you know, he's going to he's gonna testify. He's going to tell us how it all went down. Now, we have to see in later days how this is all going to play out. Now, Trump recently went on to the, the um, show with Chris Siegel. He went on a show with Chris, um, the Chris Stegall's radio show, and he actually talked to him about the whole Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi um, situation. And one of the things that he said on that show is, I have to read it for you guys verbatim. So give me a second while I pull it, pull up what he said verbatim, because I feel like if I give you guys um a brief synopsis of what he said, it's not gonna do it's not gonna do any justice. So I really do want to give you guys all of the four one one and kind of from the horse's mouth on what he said in that show um verbatim. And he says to Chris Stegall. Wow, it's weird. Things are going on in that household in the past couple of weeks. Probably you and I are better off not talking about it. The glass, it seemed, was broken from the inside to the outside. So it wasn't broken in, it was broken out. (laughs) I don't know. You hear the same things I do, Trump says. Now, that's what Trump said now about Nancy and Paul Pelosi. And to me, he raising a lot of questions that 
a lot of us already have. And uh, I'm just saying, he's raising some questions that we already have. And whether or not you feel as if the whole thing with Nancy is and Paul Pelosi is true, or you feel like, oh, no, it's not, the, the questions still remain. Questions still remain, and we're not getting the answers to it. Now, he goes on to say, Trump goes on to say, it's a lot of bad stuff, and I'm not a friend of Nancy Pelosi, but what's going on over there is very sad. The whole thing is crazy, and if there's even a bit of truth to what's being said, the window was broken in, and it's it was strange that the cop was standing there practically the moment it took place. So we're going to have to explain that to your audience, including me. So, I mean, Trump is saying some things that I think that, and a lot of people got upset about this, but Trump is saying some things that a lot of people are already saying. Like, what the heck is going on? I Like, what you're showing me and what you're telling me is two totally different things. And I, he raises some questions. Somebody gonna have to explain something to me. If, if I, I'm not here to say that what happened is not totally what happened, but what I am here to say is that all of it ain't making sense, and all of it just don't add up. And if Trump is saying that, um. Maybe we are not so silly as regular degular citizens to be asking the same question. And I don't think it's whole conspiracy theory thing. I think that there are legitimate questions that are not being answered here. And where we're going to get them from, I don't know. And that's what Donald Trump had to say about Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi. Now, if you guys do not know what you like, auntie, what you talking about? Because I don't even know what you mean about Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi. What you what you was talking about? So what I'm telling you is Nancy Pelosi is our speaker of the house. And she supposedly had been on some type of vacation or uh, somewhere else. I'm not even going to say a vacation. Um because I may be wrong with that. Don't quote me with that. But she was somewhere else at the time. She could have been working somewhere else in another state or, like I said, on some type of vacation. I don't know. But she went home. And her husband, Paul Pelosi, was um, home at the time. And he made a phone call to the police and said that, there was now see this is where it gets all crazy because i'm telling you this but we honestly have not heard in any of the 911 call at all and i think that's why everybody is like okay so he called 911 that someone was breaking in and someone had a hammer and he supposedly had ran to the bathroom where his phone was being charged at to make this phone call now you run to the bathroom. Who charges their phone in the bathroom? Okay, it could have happened maybe. I don't know. I don't know because maybe they had it plugged up in the bathroom. 
because he, I don't know, he was shaving that morning. He decided that, I don't know, things happen. So he ran to the bathroom where his phone was on the charger in the bathroom, not on him. So he had to run to the bathroom, make this 911 call. And then by the time that the intruder got into the house screaming, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? The police are now out there. He's out of the bathroom. He's outside. And the man hits, the police was able to see the man hit him with a hammer. And now he got some type of skull fracture thing going on and he had to spend time in the hospital to get that fixed or what okay okay i got questions and i think some of them i already raised through the story like how for one is Nancy going out of town and nobody is patrolling the house. Now, if y'all were to tell me that the cops were out there already because they were the cops that was patrolling the house and that the intruder somehow got bypassed them and did that, then I can, I'll go with you with that. Let's, you know, I could go down that lane with you. Um, some say that Nancy Pelosi doesn't need that. She's only the speaker of the house. She doesn't need any security. Okay. Okay. She's just the speaker. Okay. Okay. Let's, she don't need no securities. Okay. All right. I'll go that, I'll go that way with you. But the whole thing, now he hears the person breaking in and the per and he had enough time to go into the now, if you see the pictures, Trump and the and the rest of everybody that's raising this question is saying the same thing that I'm saying. the The window broken looked like it was staged. It was staged for you to take a picture from the outside to see all these glass and stuff, and then make it look more dramatic. I, I'm just saying that's how the picture looked. It does look like somebody was inside the house. And broke the window and all the glass fell on the outside of the house. Versus you're looking at the house from the outside. And, you know, the it's... I, to me, from the, I, I have a lot of questions. Because the amount of glass, too. Like, I was looking at the glass. I'm like, gosh, this is a lot of glass from just these two little, uh, little windows that was broken. Two little squares that was broken. Um to get in the house because he basically hit the little square window part where the doorknob is so that he can unlock it and get in and to me it just seems like a lot of glass but hey that's just me that's just another question that i have i'm just wondering and i'm just trying to figure out also like okay how did the police just show up now, and how did the man not get to you? And why in the world are you in the bathroom away from the intruder and not being harmed by the intruder, but supposedly from the 911 call that was that we didn't get to hear, but from the person, the 911 dispatcher, they had heard what she was saying to the cops that were supposed to be going out. And she says that he said that it was a friend. But I didn't hear the 911 call. Maybe she got that wrong. But that's what she said that he said that it was a friend that he that he knew was trying to get into the house. 
and even mentions the dude's name. Um, so and that's where the whole conspiracy, like, no, nah, that's um, that's Nancy's lover came that came. I but I I don't know. I don't know. I just have questions. So you mean to tell me that you are locked in your bathroom safe, and the police are coming, and you decide to step out in front of the cops into danger and get hit over the head by this man. So I'm safe. And I'm going to come out of my safe zone into the lines of danger so I can get harmed. Because that's the most reasonable thing to do when I'm so scared for my life. I'm just saying, I have a lot of questions and I don't think that they're going to be answered today. I don't even think they're going to be answered this week, but I do think that we need to look into it. And what I do find to be very, very, this is, this is my conspiracy theory right here. What I find to be very funny is that this all happened right before midterms when Nancy was about to lose, or they say she was losing, and it's all in the, in the newspaper and on every single outlet and everybody is talking about it and it become this whole big uh, publicity thing. It's in the press every single day, all day. Everybody talking about it. Is it okay? For almost uh, a week now. But when he was, when Paul Pelosi not too long ago, earlier this year, got a DUI, we couldn't find no information on that. Everybody was trying to figure out what was going on with Paul and if he was okay then. But all of a sudden, now we can get all this information. But when we was asking about his DUI, we couldn't get no information. And it just so happened that this whole story going to come out right in the midst of midterms. A week and a half before midterms. And another funny thing is, it's on all the media outlets. But when we was talking about his DUI, you had to basically track down somebody talking about it. it you know you couldn't find hardly nobody talking about it when you brought it up nobody wanted to talk about it like senators and everybody was trying to bring up this point and get the media to look into it and nobody wanted to look into it but not a man get hurt in his home by an intruder that they say is a big MAGA a supporter of Trump, which when you look at the man's history in his house, the man got Black Lives Matter. Uh, he has nothing in there that says Trump. He has Black Lives Matter and he has, he's known as a nudist and he has a LGBTQ flag and marijuana um, symbols everywhere. And his, he has been known to have some mental health issues. I don't know how much of that is true and whatnot. I, I, I don't know because they're not really giving no receipts on e- none of this. Like, I don't know. 
But what I'm saying is, how can this man be a diehard Trump Trump supporter saying that he was going to break the knees of Nancy because she, I, and he could have said that. He could have said that if this is true. He could have said that, but that doesn't mean that he's a Trump supporter. Why are we going with this narrative? Like every they want to say that he's a big Trump supporter. He he wanted to take Nancy out, and I'm like, maybe he wanted to take Nancy out, but he wasn't a Trump supporter. Or maybe he wanted to take Nancy out because he really didn't like Nancy, you know. Or maybe this was a setup, and he's the fall guy. Like I I, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that we need more answers and a lot of people are going to be upset if they don't get their answers. They're going to think that this is another situation where the government is trying to pull a wool over their eyes. And rightfully so, in this case, if they say that, I'm going to have to be with them on this one. I'm going to have to be with them on this whole thing. So... I hope to give you guys some updates on the whole Nancy and Paul Pelosi. Now, what I am going to say is I'm sorry that he did get hit in the head. Nobody deserves that. But if you planned this thing out and you got hit in the head and you went to the hospital, I am so sorry that you did not make better plans. Because <laughs> come on, like really? But I just feel like if this happened... For real, why did we have to make it about Trump again, really, and Trump supporters? And if this thing happened for real, why is it in the media so much? And if it and if it was staged and this was a situation where um, it, it was a situation that happened, but, you know, they went ahead and made it something that it made. It, it was a perfect time that this happened to we can make this bigger than what it is. Then I, I need I need y'all to actually own up to that and, and 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 pay for that, because that's wrong to be playing on the emotions of Americans. And if this is a big stunt by Nancy, uh, you did it again. You have done it again because you are known for doing stuff like this. And that's why a lot of people don't really trust Nancy is because she has been known to do stuff like this. Um, but I have questions. Rest people have questions. Trump has questions. Probably, you know, your neighbor have questions. We all have questions. And your auntie is not the only one looking for answers and receipts. So I, I digress on that. Hey, your auntie is about to take a break. But while I am gone, I do want to leave you guys with something to think about. Walmart. Yes, Walmart. You don't hear this often coming from Walmart. But Walmart is actually closing um, five stores and um four different states in Ohio, Kentucky, Connecticut, and Washington. They are closing five stores. Yes, I said closing five stores. And diesel, the price of diesel is expected to go up 
anytime soon. They have issued a cold red, meaning that there is a shortage on diesel. And uh, I know diesel does not have to be refined as much as regular regular gasoline, but there is a shortage on diesel in America. Y'all think about that. Y'all let me know what y'all think about that in the comments. And I'm going to leave y'all with that while I take my break. Your favorite auntie. Hey, if you have not already subscribed to my channel, please do so. I will be dropping new gems every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure y'all ears staying close to these streets. I mean, that's what I'm trying to make sure y'all do. Um, I did say earlier when I started this podcast that Takeoff had passed away. If you guys do not know Takeoff, he is a rapper and he rapped with the group Migos. He was 28 years old and he leaves behind a daughter. Now reports say that he was shot over a dice game in um, Houston, Texas. I don't know how much of that is true. There is a lot of rumors. There is a lot of um, reports or different things that people are saying. Who's involved? Who's not in involved? They even say Jay Prince Jr. was in um involved some kind of way because they see him passing by it's a lot going on out there and I really don't want to get into that until I get more information but I do want to say this that it really saddens me that he died he was only 28 years old he had his whole life to live and I can't believe that a life was taken away so 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 very young um it just really, really breaks my heart. And then to find out, you know, he leaves behind a daughter, you know. So y'all make sure y'all pray for him, for his family and his friends. And just pray that they can, you know, can get through this time. No matter what, you know, you think of him, you know, that's still a loved one that was lost. Now, Deion Sanders had something to say about this. He talked to his a team at Jackson State about the um, whole shooting and the the loss of this rapper takeoff. He did a little group team building kind of thing he did with them where he talked about them having to change their addresses. 
And what he was referring to that is like, once you leave this college and once you move on in life, where, what you're going back to, are you still going, are you going back to the hood? Are you going back to the things that you knew? Are you going back to, you know, how you used to do things? Or are you going to evolve into something new? Are you going to change the, your your outlook on, you know, the way you, you used to do things and and who you used to hang around and everything? He says, you cannot kick it with the same people under women or the realms of, of areas that you used to do before you have to change and I totally agree with Dion Sanders on this I agree with him totally on this because even in my personal life as I evolved for lack of better words I had to change a lot of things that I did who I talked to who you know and I'm, I'm not even saying that the people that I used to kick it with back in the day are nothing what I'm saying is there's a different there's a difference in me and so in order for me to make sure that I'm able to pull you up with me I have to keep going up but I can't step down and hang with you because you're gonna think that where I'm at is the same as where you at that where there's no difference and I'm trying to tell tell you and show you that what I'm doing is different so if I'm gonna be able to stick out my hand and help and pull you up I have to keep going up I can't be hanging with you and doing the same things that I used to do with you and talking the same way that I used to talk with you and so on and so forth and that's not me saying that I'm I'm better than you because I'm not saying that. Um, it's just that there is a change that that had to take place. So I do get what Deion Sanders was was coming from on this, and he really tries to drive home t- to the boys that you know. A lot of times we talk about well, we matter. But it's us killing us. And, and and it's sadly to say that it's always one of us dying, meaning black folks, um, black people. that always are dying, but we want to talk about Black Lives Matter, but we're not doing anything to make us matter. You know, like, this situation shouldn't happen. It should never been where this young man had so much in front of him that, you know, he passed. And it kind of goes back to the same point of what Deion Sanders was saying before, because I talked to my friend when I first found out about the news, um, he actually let me know what was going on. Uh, And I asked him, I was like, what was he doing there? Like, why, why was he playing that game? Why he gambling like that is what I, you know, asked him and he went into this whole thing about you know it's you know that's how it is that's how the lifestyle he lived and you know he probably was gambling some people that you know didn't respect the rules of the game you know or whatnot and couldn't take a loss or whatever however it may be uh, but my question still remains why were you 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 of a different you know you you of a different breed now almost like you cannot be hanging and doing the things that you used to do when you're trying to move up 
it goes back to my point of you can't be hanging with the same folks that you hung with doing the same thing that you used to do if you're trying to move up because they're going to think, you know, y'all the same. And this is what happened. Oh, you the same. You know, matter of fact, you think you're a little better than me because your name out there, you know, I'm just going to off you. Now, I don't know if that happened. But it goes back to my whole point is why were you even there? And so I understand what Deion Sanders is saying about this um, whole situation. And I commend Deion for talking to the men about it. I commend Deion for, you know, trying to get them to think about things a little bit differently. I'm just really, really sad that this happened. And I don't want to talk too much about it because there are a lot of rumors. And of course, I don't know all the information about it. And it's very, very um, sore and new to people right now, his friends and families. So I don't want to talk about it. And I don't want to sound as if I'm talking ill of him because I'm, I'm really not. But I just still feel like he shouldn't have been there. Of course, he shouldn't have died. Of course, this guy shouldn't. And it is not necessarily Takeoff's fault. It's the person that shot him fault. But still, it's like, why was he there? We have to change the way that we are doing things. And with that, I just want to remind you guys to just pray for his family and pray for, you know, that his daughter, that she can get a good male role model in her life and that she will be well taken care of in the future. Hey, later on this week, I plan on stopping by and I want to talk about um, Hunter Biden and the whole story behind him and what is going on with his charges. I do want to bring up the new movie, Woman King. I think it is very noteworthy that we talk about some of the um, scenes in that movie. And I have to, have to, have to um, give an update on you guys about Kanye West. So I plan on stopping by a little bit later. But until I do, y'all do me a favor. Do your auntie a favor. Go out and vote. It is voting season. So make sure you vote, vote, vote. If you are registered and you have not done so um, in the past by exercising your right to vote, I'm going to encourage you to do so. So you can have that, you know, one thing under your belt and say, hey, I've done that. Something to brag about, some bragging rights. Um, until next time, God bless and I love you.